Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. Happy New Year, everyone tuning in to Let's Put the Rad and Radical. We are so happy to welcome you to 2021. It's Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and we're here with you wishing you the healthiest, happiest, safest new year. And we're hoping that you turn a fresh page today with an open mind and an open heart. We thought we'd kick off our What's Rad today by sharing really what we want to dive in with you for today's episode, which is all about intentions and why we set them. And we hope to set them in such a way where you design the year where you feel the way you deserve to feel. I'm going to kick us off with my intentions. And this year, I definitely know where my focus needs to be. It's where my heart is. It's where I know that 2020 made me skip a beat in a real way where I lost my footing. I found myself more anxious than I anticipated. And in 2020's January, I never expected myself to need the level of self-care or mental well-being nourishment that I ended up needing to dial it up. None of us were prepared, I think, for the I emotional so. <laughs> preparedness we had to have. I don't think so. And, and that's where I want to take that lesson and that realization, which is I don't need to earn my self-care. I don't need to work harder to merit the rest. I've found that really I've produced some of the coolest new projects or jumped into some of the next chapter of my offerings by realizing I do need to rest. I do need to unplug. Disconnection is a form of reconnection. I've also learned all the ways that I've robbed myself of joy. And that's an intention I want to set for this year is what things help me tune back into the real big picture of life. It can't be all pay bills, work all day until we die. There needs to be a level of joy and light and almost the shedding of the hustle culture that I so have adopted as emotional armor, working hard, grinding all day, that hustle mindset totally stole me of the realization of what last year was, which was business was not as usual. It was a highly unusual year. And it woke me up to the things that people were hoping to get back to for their normal. But I realized I don't want to go back there. I'm not interested. And I want to unsubscribe from this mindset of work hard, earn your rest seven days a week, if it's not on your mind, then you're not serious. If it's not what you're working yourself into the bones until you're spread thin, then you don't really want it. I don't want that black or white mindset anymore. And so for me, part of my intention this year, really the biggest umbrella for other underlying intentions is bring back the joy, dive into the self-care, no more black or white, live in the gray and play. What does that look like though? Because that's easy to say, I feel like. And then I'm like, okay, but where do you start? And like, then the overwhelm comes in and the guilt comes in. What is your game plan? I love that question. And I'm not, um, I am not too into my ego enough to say that I know the answer fully. 
I am, however, a lover of learning and willing to find that out as I go. So while I don't know the full step-by-step, I do know that I can connect to how every step feels and let my gut guide me from there. A lot of my betrayal for 2020 came from not listening to my gut, whether it was booking trips that didn't feel aligned or purchasing things I didn't need or trying to get the approval of others when it didn't feel good to me. I tried to do all those things like fitting into old boxes. I think for my answer to that is if it needs to be an unplug, then that's what it's going to be. If it feels right to push, then I am going to put the pedal to the metal. If it feels really great to be off of social or to disconnect from that person, because maybe we've outgrown each other in in all the right ways, then I will take that step back and create that boundary. And I won't be apologizing for making those choices. It's a great answer. And I think it goes back to the expectations, no? Like, and I also think that's why resolutions fail so much is because we tie them to an outcome or an expectation that we have. And, you know, the second something derails us from that, you just say, oh, resolution, no, resolutions don't work. And I think that's what has to change is that expectation, you know? That's really powerful. Well, I, I'd love to, you know, let's dive in with the two of you here. You know, I've shared that I say the word intention. I, I try to embody what that is meant to feel like. And that's sort of my, my compass, my, my way home. Um, what about you, Reina? What's your, you know, you talked a little bit about the word resolution not working. What doesn't work and, and what do you want to integrate into your 2021? I have found, and I think we have all found, because I know we've talked about it quite a bit, that, you know, we, I, I've been having this very severe lack of doing what brings me joy also. What says yes in my gut, right? Like the things that just, I genuinely just love. And so, you know, Mackenzie actually asked me this question. She said, what was your resolution? And I didn't correct her. I let her, you know, say the word resolution. But she asked me and I said, you know, I, I'm going to be outside more like way more like I need the sunshine on my face I need the wind on my face I need I need it and I feel that when I'm outside whether it's in the garden or you know going on a walk with the dogs or you know taking a trip into the mountains whatever it is it's like I come back feeling like a different person completely and totally renewed and so that was mine just to go with that yes that gut feeling and that was just being outside more. So I even, you know, we booked another Airbnb for January to go into the mountains for a weekend. I know I'm so excited and it's, it's a new place and a new area. And it's so, I'm worried how we're going to get up there with snow and stuff like that. But I'm so excited because I know how good it felt last time to come home and just be totally disconnected with the family and just be in nature completely. And so I'm, I don't know, I'm so excited for that, but that's mine. I'm so excited for you. (laughs) And, but here's the weird thing is, at what point in our journeys do we lose this, right? This connection with nature, because when I first met you, Raina, and like when we really dug into a lot of our friendship, especially also like Amanda, you were there too, was we were surfing, you know, like we were the most connected to nature. We were in the Pacific ocean. We were out in, you know, rainforest conditions. And, you know, we kind of, I don't know if we take shelter or we take shelter in our own homes and it becomes almost like we forget that the glorious world out there is so healing. You know, I think we are so distracted, whether like from what that yes feeling is, you know what I mean? We have family and we have this and work and 
God forbid we take time off and go on a hike by yourself or whatever. Like there's so much, I don't know if it's a guilt, but I think that comes back to the, the point is intention and going into every single phase being like, you know, what do I need out of this? What big picture do we need out of this? And from there, you know, continue. That's a really powerful way to share. Uh, I also think that it's important to integrate your loved ones into everything that you're doing. So having, you know, the opportunity to be with your household right now and, and immerse yourself in being outdoors with them, you know, is, is a lovely way to share in, a, in an unplugged moment. So if you find yourself feeling more connected in your garden or on a hike or even out for a walk, then definitely worthwhile. And if you can do that with, share that experience with the people in your household, then it can be an even more immersive experience. So, you know, well, Ali- It's not always that easy either though. Yeah. So I had to think of ways, you know, instead of me being able to take an hour to go disconnect and do whatever, I'm like, how can I bring it to me? So finding a place in my home where I could bring plants in and have like a small area to take care of them. Like you still feel that connection in that sense. Does that make sense? So it's not always like, I can't do it because I have to let go and do and organize and all of these things. It's what can you do to bring that yes feeling to you at home even, you know, whether it is being more outside, bringing that inside or whatever it looks like. Well, this has completely challenged my thought processes. <laughs> like I've got to be honest. I, I have felt, oh, see, this is so weird. See, now I'm all discombobulated because Combobulated? Discombobulated or bobulated? Combobaboo. Bobs. It's Bob. We're I like boob better. Boob. Yeah. We're boobulated. You guys, I, my intention, what I was going to share was that for 2021, I was going to be more decisive in the sense of opposite to what Amanda was feeling because the last 10 months I have felt gray not in like a gloomy, but just like waffling. I'm like, is the, are the kids home? Are they not home? Am I happy? I'm sad. Are we wearing masks? Are we not wearing, like, oh my God, what's happening? Like, I have felt like I've just been floating with the wind and trying to kind of, you know, go with the flow. I've been, hey, you know, to, like I have had so much anxiety, so much stress that I've had to let go of these goals or the intentions or the things. And I have been living in gray. and what I was thinking for 2021 was I'm like, I need to get my fricking hustle and my, my focus and I need to charge back up. And maybe that's the extrovert in me, but Amanda, you kind of really have made me again, think about a, what language I'm using, but also just if that's what I need to be doing, because I was thinking I need to set a new physical goal. I can't wait to run another half marathon or I need to do like, I've got a book. I can't wait to do this or I started to really, my intentions were very black and white. We're very 2021. I'm going balls out. Things are happening. And it's kind of like, did you guys see that meme? Um, that it was like after the great depression came the roaring twenties and we all understand yes. why, right? So that's, <laughs> the, that's the way I feel. I'm like, you guys, everybody, 2021 is going to be my roaring twenties. Like I'm coming it's about to get crazy. <laughs> it's about to get crazy. I said to Ben, I'm like, we are hosting the biggest party. Like I'm getting a band. Like, <laughs> so no, you me, should be the band. You've honed I, in your guitar skills specifically for this. <laughs> yes. I will be the band. You guys, 2021 for me, I felt like I needed to throw it into fifth gear because I have been living in so much gray, but it's interesting because now I 
come back to, I can't forget to slow down, right? Well, like, Ali, where's I, I the balance? To, yeah, I want to make sure that I'm, that you hear what you're saying, because if this is what felt true to you, which is to buckle down on projects, mindsets, or paths that feel great for you, then that is the answer. And maybe what you've just said is that waffling that you've been struggling with. That's how I interpret that. Not, not a judgment, just an observation in the sense of if you say to yourself, gosh, I'd love to run another half marathon, which to all of our listeners, Ali is the outdoor beast. If you want to do any extreme outdoor sports, running, kiteboarding, surfing, mountain biking, truly she's your girl. And those things, and I say this because I know you and I know you live for that. You truly enjoy that. So that can be a, a decision, a hard pressed choice that that feels right for you and that's completely aligned. If I were to make that and I have no desire to run a half marathon, then I'd just be doing it because I have to keep up with Allison. And that's where my red flag needs to go off. I'm not doing this because that feels good for me. Whereas you would be, you'd be choosing that because that feels right. And if you are in a season and let's not forget, you know, everybody, we're in winter recently, you know, the winter solstice hit, we're in a new season of life. What does this season of life mean for you, feel for you? How does it look for you? If that is an answer of, I took my time to feel like I was wading the waters, but now I'm ready to jump on my surfboard and cut through the waves, that's okay. Only you know if that feels like an aligned decision, right? I mean, does that, do you feel that? Like, I don't want you to hear me and say, I, I now feel like it's wrong to hustle. To any of our listeners, if you have a path that you feel passionate about and you are ready to get up and work for it, then you, like, I am the first person cheering you on. I just know that my intention has to feel right for me. And unfortunately, I let myself get so drowned by that, that I know that that doesn't feel right anymore for me. So I love what you shared and why you said it. I also think that slow down quote air quotes around it looks different for every single person. And I'm telling you that because I needed to be reminded of that. I had guilt where I wasn't sitting on the couch and watching two hours of Netflix. And I felt guilty because that's what rest is, right? That's what slowing down looks like. But in reality, you training for a five, not 5k <laughs> marathon, way different. You training for that could be your version of slowing down because it's allowing you to reset. Like you thrive off of that. So there shouldn't be any like, yeah, but I need, I know I need to slow down. Like that also is included in a lot of the things you, you are pushing for and in, in that vision, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. But I also felt like that my, uh, the speed with which I was working in the last 10 months was so up and down. Like I was, and I know I can, you know, you girls felt the same way. And I think a lot of the listeners, uh, but it was sink or swim. Like every day I was like, eh, this could go good or bad. I don't know. I don't know. Like there was zero. I implemented every book, journal, consistency item that I could, but life threw a lot of curveballs in the last little while that I was like, oh my God. So there's maybe a part of me that just wants to get back to normality in the sense, again, with air quotes, where I feel a bit safer in life, where whether I choose to ramp it up or slow it down, I know that there isn't um, giant consequences that could come my way. 
And that's I'm- a fair, that's a fair statement. You know, there, there are certain parts of that stability. I love that word that you mentioned where, you know, maybe we took that for granted. I know I watched a show last night on Netflix. It's called, by the way, it's called, um, never have I ever, Oh, what an excellent show on Netflix. Just the most beautifully diverse cast. Uh, it's, it's impeccable. Everyone needs to check it out, but that, you know, there was a scene in which one of the characters was getting all dressed up wearing this sparkly sequin dress, like hair big, gloss on, hoops on. And I looked at my man and I said, God, I miss, I miss having somewhere to go and getting dressed up. Like, I like getting dressed up. I miss that, that feeling. I enjoy putting makeup on. And I know that it's not something I want to do every day, but I, I like the idea of, all right, we're, we're painting the town, hanging with the girls, going out on a date night, doing a solo sesh for a lunch on my own, whatever it may be, but that stability and confidence of being able to say, Oh, and I know that I'll be able to go out and do it because <laughs> right now I, I can get dressed up, but I have a nowhere to go, everybody. <laughs> you guys, I need to start drinking with people. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm solo drinking or drinking on Zoom. And I finished like a Zoom call last night. I had a bunch of girls that have been like girlfriends of mine for, you know, 25 years. And we were having drinks and everybody was like, listen, when you log on, you have to have a shot. And I realized that when I logged off, I'm just by myself, really. I was drinking and I had a one person party. And were you I, in your closet? I was in the closet, you know, <laughs> and I was like, oh, right on, hey girls, woo. And I had my beverages and we were all sharing cocktail recipes and, and what are you drinking? And as soon as someone else would log in, they had to do their shooter and we were like, woo, Merry Christmas. And at the end of it, you guys, like I just, I was like, I need, I need a social event to, actually have a cocktail not by myself because <laughs> this could turn into a problem <laughs> do you feel that it's gonna be like i don't get me wrong i am looking forward to it but i told i'm like i can't imagine sitting in a restaurant you guys i haven't been to a restaurant since march like not once since march and so i'm like i don't even know what sitting in a restaurant is gonna feel like anymore but we have to retrain ourselves to be social again like and i was yeah reading this, uh, oh no, I wasn't reading a book. I was listening to a podcast that was talking about that one of our number one things other than love is connection and that we have really depleted ourselves of connection. And that I think a lot of us are going to be awkward. Those first couple connections, we're going to be like, uh, is it your turn to talk? That's what I, I mean. I know, I know. And Raina, like I cannot, I hope I'm one of the first people that gets to be with you because you're going to be awkward Annie. Oh like, God, it's going to be so bad. <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious to to envision us in a big room of people just saying, could you just mute yourself for a second? It's my turn to speak. If you could just get, get I hear some background noise. Can you guys hear me okay? Is, <laughs> I think that'll be the new form of social gathering. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned the way that communicate or, or connection is, you know, such a a vital need for us. You know, the book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman is an excellent book to find out ways that you fill your, your love cup with your loved ones for yourself. It's a great way to identify ways to work with a team, with your business partners, this and that. And I noticed certainly that if you haven't checked out that book, it's definitely worth the read. Um, even if you're, you know, just curious about what ways serve you. But I notice that those will shuffle for sure. Some things now that you used to say, well, maybe it was acts of 
service before where if your partner would, you know, take out the garbage, maybe now it's quality time because now we've all spent months on our screen where we're sitting on the couch, but we're not really hanging out. And, and that's cool. It's just kind of, you know, this is an opportunity for us to say, what's 2020 taught us? How can 2021 look differently based on the new information? Let's accommodate, assimilate, and move forward so that we're not, you know, maybe forgetting the value of what we've just been through. And of course, that is not to say we haven't been through some tough stuff, but tough stuff is where we learn the most. That is the greatest teacher. So what would you say in terms of what you look forward to with your relationships and communities that you're looking forward to the most? Is it travel? Is it quiet nights in? Is it um, walks in nature? What are you looking forward to You know, with this new year that you want you hopefully want to be able to cultivate more of with your community? I'm going to just say the options. <laughs> the options to be able to say, I want to go here to eat or like you said earlier, like I think it's just having that back where in reality, I don't know that much is going to change. I don't know that I'm going to travel like I once did. You know what I mean? I don't think that it is going to bring me, it's going to bring a different kind of emotion now than it would have two years ago. You know what I mean? So. I think a lot of that's going to shift, but it's, it's crazy to think about just having those options again, whereas now it's just, you don't, you know? Uh, well, you know, and, and you guys all know me like extra, extra, extrovert. I was like, the minute the borders are open, I'm making a run for it. But I also wonder if I'm going to have like one party and then I'll go home and be like, that's good. I'm done. You know, like there yeah. might be an introvert that has now developed inside where, you know, come 9 p.m., mama needs to go to bed and anything after that kind of gives me a bit of anxiety now where I'm like, it is getting late, people. This party needs to be shut down. So We're I just going to have meetings from like three to seven. Yeah. Yeah. Every My single prime day. time is 4 p.m. So I wonder if we will morph and change as individuals, right? Whereas who we thought we were and what the things we were kind of, you know, super pumped to do. Um, you know, lo I love what you just brought up about your love languages, because honestly, you guys know, I'm my, one of my languages is definitely a gift giver or, you know, things like that. And with this Christmas, I have completely shifted. You know, my husband and I are not exchanging gifts this year. Um, we are, you know, neither of you are getting anything. We've made that very clear. Nothing. Thanks Zero. God. Zero. Uh, but even with other girlfriends of mine, we all decided not to, um, we decided to contribute to families in need. There was just a different energy around this Christmas that actually made me feel very fulfilled. And, um, you know, it doesn't say that I'm not going to love on you girls and love on my husband from afar or near, but um, it's just, you know, I love the shifts. I, this is, this is really great because that's not who I was. Six, it seven, felt like eight. less pressure. It's less pressure yes. almost. Ugh. Do you know how much, odd? Yeah. So much pressure. And, um, so it's just embracing something new and open, like Amanda said, to maybe pivoting and, you know, if I want to give gifts, I'll give gifts or whatever my new love language is going to be. I, I do love these pivots and changes. And what's interesting is, Thanks to 2020, there have been ways that, or, or there are many ways that my cup has been completely filled 
by just the outpour of love and support and the capacity we've been able to do, whether that has been, like you said, you know, Ali, you were on a Zoom call with, with your girlfriends and maybe you would never have spoken to each other as much as you did, you know, given the intensity of this year where you needed to rally with your community as best as you could, given the circumstances, you know, my cup feels completely filled from all of my community and I haven't received one present on my you know, doorstep this last Christmas, right? Like I, I feel grateful to know that we miss each other, that we send each other the random I love you's, that we say it so much we make it weird, you know? Like those are ways, those words of affirmation have always been my love language and I, I would hold true to that still being the case because the communication has been the bedrock of what we've just navigated through. And honestly, it is something I want and I will take into 2021 with me. I will continue to, to communicate in this thorough way with my loved ones, letting them know that I'm grateful every day that they're part of my life and, and, and that that has filled my cup. But one thing I've realized I will, that has changed in terms of my community and things like that is travel. I've noticed that I sometimes traveled for means to get away or to escape. And I have learned the, you know, the travel plans I want to make that help me continue to feel that I'm happy where I am, even if I'm changing physical location. Oftentimes people will tr take a trip or they'll say, oh my God, I can't wait till my trip in three weeks from now because I, I hate work, I hate my life, I hate the routine, I hate this and that. Truly sometimes travel can be because you hate your reality. And that used to be me to a certain degree. Or because I thought I had to keep up with certain things or how would it look if I didn't show up in certain places. And I'm not taking that shit with me in 2021. Leave it. Leave I'm it. leaving it too. Leaving I love it. it. Yes, leaving it behind. I am making the trips where I want to be going that continue to align with the way that I feel the way I want to. I'm opting out of every trip that I thought I had to be at just because I said, oh, what would they think if I'm not there? It's not about what they think if I'm not there. It's all I feel if I go when I thought I, when I knew I didn't want to. And that That's has it. to come. It's not that the, the trip wasn't fun. It's that when you get home, whatever was empty that that trip temporarily fulfilled is still there. You know what yes. I mean? And that's the real work that has to be done. I love I, that. I love it too. I read a quote in a book that said, you know, people who travel in for escapism forget, forget that wherever you go, there you are with all of your shit. So it doesn't matter where you go if you don't handle what's on the inside of, then you're taking it with you. If you're trying to escape something from your house, then once you get on that trip, you're still not showing up authentically anyway because you're leaving parts of yourself behind. Well, I think there is something to be said for what you can discover on that trip about yourself as well. But yes, if yes. it is to please other people, then you're not really taking that trip for yourself anyway. So it doesn't, you know. Yes. I think the three of us can agree that we've all taken trips and gained. We've all taken trips and discovered. I, I certainly planned trips for all the right reasons, but do you notice that when you plan trips for all the right reasons, you get so much more out of it? I mean, case in point, you know, last year or the year before at this point, when we celebrated, um, you know, a holiday in November at Raina's place, that was a, you know, a trip I was a little nervous, to be honest, to book and to 
to partake in, um, you know, I'd be meeting a lot of new people. The only people I knew were the two of you. I would be, you know, celebrating a holiday I do not celebrate normally. And so what I gained from that was realizing the growth that happens when you get out of your comfort zone. There's so much benefit in those things. But I have equally planned trips just to make other people happy and come home wishing I'd never spent a penny of that. And, and so I think that those sort of gatherings and the sense of community have, have come to light for me of what are the things I want to be booking because I know that they're going to expand me and not doing it because I'm trying to make someone else happy. Whether that's a family trip or an expectation I need to meet for someone else, I think it all just underlines in the foundation of how does this make, how does this feel aligned for me? Regret is a tough one. And I think that what 2020 has taught us was that so much can be taken away. You better be pretty darn sure you want certain things, right? Like those, those moments where you were quarantined, those moments where you were worried about the lack of toilet paper, like that, like there was crazy moments, right? I don't want to go back there. No, God, <laughs> no, no. But the thing is, is that now pushing forward, let's get more intentional, right? Like that should be the whole thought is, and maybe we should make this the ready, set, grow. You know, girls, like listeners, if you're ready for 2021 and you're ready to dig your heels into a new reality and maybe just really get those feet into that great earth <laughs> out there, but what is your intention for 2021? what is going to be something that you have learned from 2020? Cause let's keep it positive. Let's keep the gratitude up, but how do you want to embrace a new year? Right? Even if you're not going to call it a resolution, if you're going to call it an intention, but what is your intention for 2021? I'm so excited to hear what everybody's intentions are. Don't forget to comment them on our Instagram so we can see them. It will be great accountability for you. Also like comment, subscribe, and don't forget to watch out for our newsletter and we'll talk to you next time.